Deep Down, Chapter 43, Arjimiro Disconnection. We were in silence. I didn't speak because I had nothing to say. And Ramon didn't speak because he was so full he couldn't believe it. At the traffic lights, he took a quick look to the back seat to make sure the folder was still there and he smiled satisfied. We went to the hotel, parked the car and went up using the service lift. To be a sorry fine hotel could have an elevator a bit more suitable. No, the elevator ends at the hall and I don't want people to see us. Ramon said. I don't know what so much secrecy was in aid of. Folda didn't have a big neon sign that said stolen deeds. But everyone has their paranoias. Mine was I didn't trust him. But as he also said, he counted on that. He and I. As soon as we got into the room, he threw the keys on the table, closed the blinds, switched the lights on. Of course, he should do it the other way around, but it was his room, so he decided. When the daylight couldn't get in, he sat down on the bed and opened the folder. It was one of these accordion folders that would weigh a lot because it was thick as an encyclopedic dictionary with ultra-thin pages. He spread the deeds out on the bed. He was looking for ones in particular. I sat down on a chair next to the door. I didn't know if getting closer. And given he didn't invite me and that in some businesses the less you know the better, I decided it was better not to do it. He took his time to choose the ones he was looking for, just a few, twenty or so. He checked them again and left them on the bedside table. Afterwards, he took the folder, tied the lace that closed it, got up, gave me the deeds he had put on the bedside table and told me to keep them because he couldn't let them at the hotel. Then. Very kindly, he invited me to go with him carrying the thick folder. He made me go down using the service lift again and go out through the garage that smelt of clothes and lit petrol and burnt wheel. And yes, I had to go out on my own foot. When I arrived home, I took a nap. All my body hurt, because sleeping under the stars might be very romantic, but too bad for the bones. It was dark when I woke up. All was in silence. I didn't have any missed phone call on the cell and nothing to do on the diary. Well, just nothing to do because I didn't have a diary. Then. To spend the time while I listened to the latest gossip news, I took the deeds Ramon had given me. They didn't seem interesting to me, just some buildings of the city center, 
some of them from the old San Andres Street, others near the central shops, and some other at the marina. But they weren't big buildings, nor the former owners were well-known names. I looked at them again, slowly, to see their interesting point. The pages were very dry. I had to wet my finger over and over to be able to turn the pages. I felt a kind of disgust because I always recall two things when I automatically do that gesture. One, the name of the rose, and the other, only God knows where this paper had been before. The paper showed my index damp fingerprint. And strangely enough, my finger was turning into a black color pretty suspicious. Poison, I thought. No, it should be blue, I imagined, because in the movies it always was blue. I gazed at the paper, not without some kind of panic, and I saw, with some relief, the letters were smudged, a good thing from the health's point of view, but it didn't seem too good from the deed's point. How was it possible? The letters of some deeds, raking with a typewriter, of those old typewriters that left mark even without ink, of those they had a heavy awful metal table with wheels, were fading. How possible it was! I checked all the pages again. In that moment I was more concerned about finding out this marked letter's mystery than about the consequences of half destroyed the deeds Ramon longed for. The paper seemed normal. It didn't smell of anything out of the ordinary. And the lecture actually looked like the typewriters. There weren't black lines next to the edges that showed a photocopy. And I couldn't do much more. One watches CSI but has a clear lack of means. So amused I was that I didn't even hear what should be Ramon's first knocks on the door. I'm saying this because which I did listen to were quite violent and his face was the one of having been there for long and of being thinking I had gone away to the Caribbean with the famous deeds. What the hell is going on? I asked using the attack as defense. Nothing, nothing, he said in an unfriendly way. He tried to move me away from the door to go in. I didn't let him because at the hotel he made me go in using the service lift and I was going to make him sweat. Just a little, because from unfriendly went to serious and from there to an expression I didn't like. I moved the hand aside, and he went in in a hurry, searching the deeds. He didn't say it, he had it all written on his face. When he saw them scattered, he censored me with the look. 
And when he realized that the swell has been scattered, they were smashed. The first thing he did was coming next to me and check my hands. It would be a very deductive behavior in me. In him was a habit he picked up in his job and distrust. He began to shout hysterically, to walk from one side to the other as he was in labor. He took that relaxing breath he always took to fill himself with patience and looked at the deeds again. Well, you can read them well anyway, he said at last. Yes, you can, I said with sarcasm. He didn't realize my words' meaning, but I insisted. the letters got smashed. Maybe they are not real. Sure, the Pity Ahimiro used the same make-feel-sorry technique street trades use. You know this, you know the other. He took long to pay attention to me, as if my words resounded into his head and the echo took long to arrive. When it arrived, he raised the sight and looked at me as if I had discovered the most amazing thing of the world. He left the deeds scattered like they were, grabbed my arm and we ran downstairs. <laughs>